Welcome to House Party, a podcast where real estate news and pop culture collide, coming straight to you from the editors of Realtor.com. I'm Natalie Way. I'm Eric Gunther. And I'm Rachel Stoltz. And we are all together in the same room recording. It's a Christmas miracle. Wow. <laughs> It's weird. It's so weird to be with you guys and on microphone at the same time. It's yeah. crazy. Weird to look at you. You're weird looking. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, I'm I'm in Santa Clara here and uh, at the HQ recording with Eric and Rachel and it's nearly Christmas time, which is why we thought it would be kind of cool to talk about one of the hot Christmas trends that we're seeing, pink Christmas trees. Huh. Uh, like hot pink Christmas trees. Isn't your Christmas tree pink? My Christmas tree is not pink. It is silver. We oh, have a, we right. have a silver tree. Oh, that's I knew you were untraditional. You might want to jump on the latest trend in Christmas trees. This kind of surprised me. It's pink. Wow, I kind of like it. You know, might not be something I'd want to do every year, but it's fun to change it up. Here's a look <clears> at <throat> it. What do you think? Wheel. Oh, well, it's different. It's cute. Yeah. So the the. Pink is, I know, a color from the 50s and 60s. It's mm-hmm. making a comeback. And yes. I mean, I know blue was also a popular Christmas tree color. Mm-hmm. People could have your... you could have Pastel your, colors. Right, and you could have your trees flocked in those colors. Mm-hmm. And are these... Are, so are we talking flock trees? Or are we talking artificial trees? What are we talking here? Most of these that we've featured in the story are artificial trees. Mm-hmm. Um, plastic or, you know, yeah, whatever. Like a, like a tinsel Yeah, yeah, thing. yeah, like a tinsel. Uh-huh. And... Um, I don't hate this trend. Oh no, I I think it's fine. I mean, I'm all for it unless it you know creates more stuff in the landfill. Yeah, I, we should note that um, we're not just making this up. This is according to Wayfair, the company Wayfair's search data over the past few months um, that indicated searches for the term "pink Christmas trees" went up 125 percent wow. over last year. Hmm. Man, so a lot of people. Want those trees. Right. Yeah. So, it, I mean, it really does kind of brighten up the room. And I, are people tired of the stayed green tree? I mean, is that kind of the idea? Is I that, think so, yeah. yeah. They, they want to switch it up, you know. Hopefully they have many a Christmas so they can take one year to just do a fun color. Mm-hmm. Um, I know, of course, the Kardashians have posted pink trees before. Oh, okay. Um, okay. So, it, so it they might, started this? It might. Well... Potent for some. <laughs> right, but they've reinforced the trend for they've sure. They've reinforced the trend. In our article, we also say that it might even be credited to Pantone's uh, 2019 color of the year, which was Living Coral. Which was kind of a pinkish hue. Kind of a pinky, pinky yeah. hue. I mean... Mm-hmm. It's a stretch, but... It's a, a stretch, bit. but... I mean, you know what they say about the Pantone color of the year. It's what, like... What do they say about it? It's it's it, the end-all, be-all. It decides everything, yeah. right? <laughs> it, it, Pantone speaks and everyone jumps. Yeah. Okay. All right. Um, And this year, do you you guys know the color this year? Yeah. Pantone just announced their color of the year. And it is. It's called classic blue, which is essentially like a navy blue, right? Yeah. It's like a little bit lighter. It's a classic blue. It's a classic blue. Um, A dark blue. And not exactly an earth shattering choice. No, it's it's not. I think it's a pretty crowd pleasing choice. Mm-hmm. Um, in years past, they've done some pretty unique choices. Right. Like I remember, sixteen was or seventeen was there a was green. A, there was a purple. There was a purple. Was that last year or the year before? It was a very vibrant. Hmm. 
I think they called it Orchid or something. Like, so these companies, say Pantone or a paint company like a Sherwin-Williams, every year they come out with a color of the year, and it's kind mm-hmm. of a, you know, a sacred right that these colors are then released to the world. Well, I mean, every company has a different color, so who are you supposed to listen to? Right. Um, are they in the same color families? Like so, Sometimes. I've seen this year, and okay. this year there have been a lot of blues. Like, mm-hmm. I can go through... Let me go through some of these colors because it's interesting. And although, listeners, you can't see, I mean, you can Google these colors, but right. you can get a, a gist of, of the trends. So, um, of course, Pantone was uh, classic blue. HGTV Home by Sherwin-Williams was Romance, which is like a pink. Bear had Back to Nature, which is like a soft yellow green. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Sherwin-Williams had Naval, which is navy blue. PPG had Chinese Porcelain, which is like a blue lighter lighter navy blue mm-hmm. um and so now we have classic blue from classic pantone blue. right so it's like all of these like darker blue hues for the most part like that all these companies are pretty aligned on on what their color what they're predicting as the color trends for the next year so does that mean in the marketplace in 2020 a lot of decor that we'll see in stores will be kind of a bluish hue is that the expectation that's the expectation and you know pantone isn't just for interior design it's for or or exterior colors or in or the walls in my house the walls and also like um even graphic design and like advertisements and fashion so we'll just see it reinforced yeah that's the idea is throughout our lives i think so reappear and it may not even register on a conscious level it's just it's there it's like becoming a color right 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 and i think with real estate we'll see real estate interiors we'll see um, navy blue much more in places that you wouldn't expect to see maybe i think we already are in the kitchen on the cabinetry Mm -hmm. Um, things like that. So. Yeah, bedroom yeah. walls, like I, darker colors in the bedroom. I like that. I like. I mean, I've seen that a little bit in listing photos where I've seen the blue kitchens and the green kind of kitchens, mm-hmm. and those are coming. Or is that a reaction more back from the modern farmhouse, which was the white and black? It so could. Be. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it could be. I like it. Yeah. I, do I do too. I love a pop of color on the cabinets, or you know, on a kitchen island or somewhere that's not just stark white. The only. I don't know if it's the only caveat, but the caveat might be that it could end up looking dated then in, say, five to ten years. Right. It could very well be just a snapshot of the time. Right. True, and but isn't that sort of the case with everything? I oh, mean, sure. even now, all white looks dated. Does right? it? Okay. Well, I, then I think I so. I better change my kitchen. Or, or that specific... <laughs> you do not have an all white kitchen. Or that specific type of design with the all white. Mm-hmm. It's like the marble... With the white, oh, right, like the white Carrera marble, like yeah. heavy countertops. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 that's very I've, indicative of like the first half of this decade, okay. and like, like the middle of this decade. Feel like it was built though, as to be timeless and something yeah. that you know you can't go wrong with it because it's so neutral. But yeah, I mean, you, it's still you can look at it and think that does not match 2019 or yeah. 2020. Yeah. Like in the subway tile, like white subway tile, mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. that is that dated now too? Oh yeah, for sure. I think it's definitely dated. I okay. think people still go for it though. Right. I think it's it's, you're it's just going to be a timeless. Homes. Right. I mean, I, new homes it seems like like, like I see the, the the modern farmhouse style has kind of taken over new home building like that the white and the black. Right. 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 But we're seeing a lot of tile that's patterned or mosaic. Oh, and, I love that. 
pops of color. You do? I, I love the mosaic yeah, me tiles. Me too. Yeah, I do too. Me too. Me too. Well, this is a good segue into um, talking about the trends that we will see in 2020. I mean, we've the colors have been announced, but Natalie, I know you're you're working on this right now. Can you give us a we forecast? Our finger on the pulse. <laughs> What's the, the 20- forecast of what we're going to see in design trends in yeah, 2020? Yeah, I mean, obviously, trends are subjective. So, or or. or design you know preferences are subjective Mm -hmm. um but what our designers are predicting um is kind of interesting one that i love is uh black is back okay um we might have hinted at this last year um in our in our predictions last year but um designers are definitely saying that black color will be featured more prominently in places that it wouldn't normally like the kitchen, mm-hmm. like the bedroom, you know, like the Scott brother that just the, the property brother that painted Jonathan. His, <laughs> yeah. Drew. I don't I, one, one of, of the brothers. Yeah. One of the brothers that painted his bedroom black. Yeah. Um, if you don't want to go for a fully black paint painted room, right. Um, you could do something like put maybe a black tub oh. um, in the bathroom or mm. dark, me, dark on a door. 80s. Yeah, yeah I was just going to say, the 80s, well, a black tub reminds me of the 80s. Yeah, the 80s think, are back. I think there's a way. I, I I could see it, though, like a clawfoot design with, like, you know, not that, like, 80s kind of, like... <laughs> Rounded. Round, yeah, 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 yeah. Black tub, jacuzzi tub. Right. I feel like it would have to be matte because otherwise wouldn't yeah. you'd see, like... Finger, it gets smudgy, right? The black, yeah. Mm, I mean, no more. I mean, white is the common color, and white yeah, shows every stain. Yeah, but I'm not talking about stains. I'm talking about like smudges. like fingerprint smudges and stuff. But I mean, I, I do like going back to the the black phenomena. So you're saying black in terms of paint and in terms of decor, like you, you may we may see more black like accent pieces, black accent walls, black sofas, black cabinets. Okay. Um. That are con- contrasted with white too, or lighter colors. Okay. Like you need, you need that balance. But um, yeah, that's one of the things they're saying. Okay. Um, Rachel, you might have seen this at IBS, the International Builders Show. Yes, uh, that you went to, Euro style cabinets, mm-hmm. cabinets with uh, no hardware, that are just like flat. Oh, you mean my new kitchen cabinets? Oh, is that what your new ones are like? <laughs> Remember? I thought we were talking about this. They don't have hardware. Oh, right. And you're like, why is this? Uh, yeah. What's I, the point? I don't personally like it. I think it looks very industrial or kind of reminds me of being in like a hospital or something. Or like an office. <laughs> yeah. Or where we're sitting right now. But um, <laughs> Eric's the, making a funny look. Do log. the cabinets in our kitchen here have... I, hardware i don't know my, well i guess some of our kitchen cabinets at home have hardware but they they are very euro style yeah so mm. i mean did you, i insult you, you no no it's fine are your cabinets <laughs> like that you ones care. that you, you you touch to kind of open or or do you you know <laughs> no <laughs> like, <laughs> the ones that like boing open no. it doesn't boing there's no boinging it's just, we it's have just a couple flat. like that where it's just t- you know you touch it and it opens it's not like a, like a baby proof type of thing right. it's it's um it's just it's just uh, under, it, under, under. Yeah, you pull it from pull under. Under. Got it. Got it. Got it. And it's just very clean in the front. Right. Oh, Danish. No, I get it. I get yeah. it. Because you know, then you don't have handles jutting out. And but I like hardware. I feel like that's what gives a kitchen personality. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I can see the argument My for both sides. Opinion. Well, mm-hmm. you can have your personal opinion, and you can have. Well, a... she can't because she her new place has zero <laughs> well, style cabinets. When she eventually buys a house, it can be country clutter and country clutter. <laughs> 
And hey, shabby chic to the mouth. How dare you? How dare you? She can have flourishes of gold and <laughs> porcelain on every door handle. Who do you think Cherubs? I am? Cherubs. <laughs> <laughs> I have a question about another trend on this sure, list. Please. Oh yeah, go for it. Uh, and I have a real, I have a beef with it. Oh, whoa! Double islands in the kitchen. That's a big one. I think this is the most that in the Kardashian privileged person. Yeah, trend okay. I've ever. Yeah, you really have to have a lot of space <laughs> to have double <laughs> islands. I mean, yeah, du- I mean, bless. I mean, I th- is that a trend? It's a luxury trend. We should couch it's a it. Couch it. That trend, but. Rich people problems. Yeah, but I feel like it could potentially work for not. So you, you, you don't have to have like an eight thousand square foot home. You, you could, see an open kitchen, right? So are you saying though that you could have an island and then maybe buy one of those kind of rolling islands, like yeah, and then have a second island that way? The whole point is like one is for meal prep, one is for serving. Right, it's, it's like dual dual surfaces where that serve two different purposes. And, I, and do you think this is a response to more people using their kitchen islands as the dinner table, yeah, basically? I think so. Right, so, not, not a lot of people are sitting down like at, a more at a casual, table. Yeah, 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 yeah. And pull up a bar stool to the island. Mm-hmm. Right, I'm just thinking in terms of just pure logistics in terms of space, it's difficult. I mean, not that many people have enough space in their kitchen to put two islands. Mm-hmm. You really have to have a, a kind of a spacious area mm-hmm. to kind of install that second kitchen i'm sorry that second island unless you do that kind of you have a existing island and then mm-hmm. maybe get one of those rolling islands yeah from like ikea yeah and, and i mean you can buy those pretty much anywhere walmart yeah target inexpensive so okay double islands though that's yeah. uh I, i'm not meh well yeah I even mean, if you okay even if you had an unlimited I, budget would i do it yeah it seems like i need to see a photo of this because it seems like it w- would feel very um oh will you <laughs> yeah of course um but no i mean i would love to see a photo of this in uh reality because to me it seems like it would be claustrophobic even if i had a huge kitchen and a lot of space to work with let me pull up a photo right now double okay. kitchen island calm down do you Don't have an be- island eric we have two you do? <laughs> you do have two islands. Oh, my gosh. Wait, you have this trend? No, well, you do. Well, you have a giant island, and then you have a rolling thing, no, right? No, it's not a rolling thing. Well, it's smaller. It's it, Well, no. It, the other one is more like a counter. It's uh-huh. not really an island. I wouldn't call it. Okay, I mean, it here is. you go, Rachel. Take a look at these. Which one? The one that has the, the, the wooden sink in it. That that's Is that what you're talking about? Yeah, that's an island. No, because you couldn't really pull up and sit next to it. I don't think that's the definition of an island. Mm, it's the, I think of that as more of a counter. Should we discuss the definition of a kitchen island? Yeah, okay, so look <laughs> at this. So this is, one is for prep with like a sink, and then one is like to pull up, and that just looks like a table, kitchen yeah, table. but it's an island. Can I go back to the trends real quick? Yeah. Okay. Let's Well, let's, let's talk about more of them. Okay, yeah. so... Uh, one trend that I wanted to ask you about though was brass, because brass to me seems Stop kinda... saying it like that. <laughs> well, that's how I was always supposed to say it. Brass, brass. Okay, brass. Okay, that's better. Brass. You had a lot of emphasis on it. Brass. Can I ask you about brass? Yes, <laughs> you may. Brass to me seems kind of like an old person, kind of a dated mm-hmm. thing as well. Eighties. Well, how do you make? And I, it wasn't it a trend that I want to say just even like four or five years ago. It was yeah. like metals were coming back. Yeah. Right. We're not saying that brass is going to be the only metal okay. that we're going to see. Um, it should be mixed with other metals. And right. That's that's more of the trend. Mm-hmm. But people shouldn't shy away from brass. Okay. Um, 
even though because it does have that stigma of being older but yeah i think brass is it's it's just a metal to keep in the mix okay Um, okay don't don't sleep on brass don't sleep (laughs) don't sleep on the do you guys know what burled wood looks like Say burled. <laughs> burled. Burled wood. Burled wood reminds me of like a log cabin kind, yeah. Of, yeah. kind of feel. And, and I, that's very like rustic. Something where of. you can see a lot of the texture. See a lot of the texture. Um, and it doesn't necessarily mean the wood is textured itself. It's just it's, it's got flat, that... but you can see the swirlies. Of yeah. It. Yeah. That's something that we're going to be seeing more too in the next year. And huh. I was looking at photos because I couldn't off the top of my head remember what burled wood Bur- looks like. Right. Uh, I like this look actually on a nightstand. So I'm thinking when I, when you're saying table? that. Yeah, okay, so that's what I'm thinking. The coffee yeah. table. Mm-hmm. So are, are you thinking of like those irregularly shaped coffee tables where yes. it's, it's kind of like just like a free form shape yes. of wood? Like it's, they just took it out of the forest. Okay, so yeah. th- those coffee tables, I am down with. Those. I like those. I do too. Or even this one from CB2 that I'm looking at. It looks more like modern and designer. Oh, I like that. Yeah. yeah, I like that a lot. But yeah, so um, burled wood. Burled wood. Go for that. And not in a log cabin sense. No, no, no. Think burled wood with like a modern edge okay Go i like it that. i like it um some of our designers are saying that we're gonna get away from open uh, open concept really so we're gonna go back to closed off rooms and closed, closed off, off kitchens smaller bolder spaces so really yeah we've been hearing that yeah spaces where you might take a risk with some wallpaper okay it's smaller a small powder room hmm. hallways um that that's more of a building trend that's not something that you can just like right do on a weekend in your own home yeah but, but you could also if you're sick of your open space or you just feel like you need a little bit more division or privacy you can buy you know room dividers mm-hmm. and right. things like that to kind of create the effect of yeah have we done a rant i'm just asking yes. in general about i hate the open plan We've done um, open kitchens. Okay, so people don't. So there are people that are against open plan kitchens. Yeah, 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 yeah. So we're going to closed off. Yeah, we're going to closed off in um okay. in other parts of the home besides right. the bath. The bathroom we're keeping it wide open. Whoa, you are. <laughs> <laughs> I am. <Yikes>. Sorry, mom. <laughs> Um, but TMI. yeah, there's a few more things on this list, uh, and I we will be publishing this in the next handful of days. I mean, okay. it'll probably be up next week. So if you want to check out this article, go to realtor.com slash news and see more of what design trends we predict we'll be seeing in 2020. Sounds great. Let's... let's jump into celebs a little bit eric do you want to talk about some celebrity real estate you know i love to uh we we discussed dissected researched a lot of celebs homes this year um and here on house party we like to dub celebs either a winner or a loser mild losers mild yeah a <laughs> qualified, qualified loser a qualified real estate loser i'm glad you've adopted my language because we don't want to <laughs> offend anybody God forbid. <laughs> but uh, we have declared, we, we have loosely declared. Um, Our loser. A loser for the entire year. A lo- uh, the loser of 2019 um, based on real estate. Right. And so we would call this the 50 Cent Memorial 
award. The fifty cent, yeah, did it was a fifty cent lost had the award last year for yeah, biggest fifty loser. cent had the the award for years running. Yeah, okay. for his Connecticut mansion that yeah. just was never selling. Poor fifty cent did sell this year. Eventually sold. Had had a happy story this year, but uh, this year's loser is going to be Birdman. <laughs> A fellow rapper. A fel- another rapper. <laughs> Birdman. Yes. Um, Eric, why is Birdman our qualified loser uh, of 2019? Of the year. Of the year. Of the year, yeah. Well, Birdman has had his house on the market, and this has been a tortured story, and we've kind of covered the ins and outs of it. It's been a lot of legalities. I will walk you through kind of the property cuts or the price cuts on this property. Uh, well, before before we go through all yeah, the cuts, yeah. can you just describe the house a little bit so people sure. get a feel? Oh, yeah. It's a big of- baller mansion in Miami. I mean, the, this thing is huge. 20,000 square feet. And it's customized to the max with all sorts of baller details like a gold toilet, a gold toilet, marble everywhere, chrome, custom lighting, custom wallpaper. It's volleyball court outside. Beach volleyball. Beach volleyball. Yeah, beach volleyball for all your all the ladies. Um, you can play oh, some man. Beach hey, ball. yeah. I like some boys playing volleyball. Sure. But I mean, and the, the kind of the you know it it has that the the interior like has kind of that hotel lobby vibe. Um, but yeah, big baller home, Miami Beach. So there's been rumors of Birdman being in financial difficulties. Well, it looks like Birdman is going to have to give up his Miami mansion, 20,000 square feet. He took out a loan for that house back in 2015. And according to this lawsuit, he defaulted on that loan just last year in February. So apparently he was hit with a $12 million foreclosure lawsuit in December of last year. Right now, he is being ordered to immediately surrender the possession of keys and security system to his house. We talked with his attorney. I don't remember if it was late last year, early, very early on this year. And he wanted to set the record straight. Birdman is not having any financial difficulties, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, all that is to say Birdman has owned this home. He put it on the market two years ago for $20 million. Since then, it has had one, two, three, four, five, six price cuts. (laughs) Six price cuts. The most recent was on September 25th, and it is now down to $12.9 million. No. Yeah. Wow. um, Sad. Yeah. If you are in the market for a big baller mansion, I mean, I I don't know, and there was rumors at the time about the roof having some problems, and there was a... (laughs) tenant there's a lot of we've we've covered this saga all all up and down it's just search birdmanrealtor.com and you will get all of our can be in deep (laughs) yeah yeah there's a lot to there's a lot to read up on any event birdman is our sad to say loser of the year of 2019 celeb wise this this house is just cavernous. It's like, like it's, I said, it's like a hotel. It's certainly not cozy. No, it's not cozy. I can see why it wouldn't attract anybody. I mean, there's so many like unique design details. Right. And there's an open house coming up on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You guys and, go? And, and this is, you know, we, we hammer on this idea all the time. It's when somebody does a, a monument to themselves like Birdman <laughs> has done. It's very difficult to find a buyer that will then yeah. buy into Birdman's vision. If you could predict, what do you think this house will end up selling for? 
Well, I mean, another house that is kind of in was also in contention for the title of Biggest Loser of 2019 was Scotty Pippins because that's mm. also been on the market for <laughs> a decade, and it's in the same. It's in South Florida. It's in Fort Lauderdale, if I remember correctly, yeah. and that one is still priced around 9.8 million. And the, uh, hmm. again, same kind of deal. It's very tailored to Scotty Pippin. So if I had to guess, this Birdman house will probably end up selling. I'm guessing somewhere under. 10 you know under 10 under 10 that's a huge well well it's a 50 percent hit (laughs) off of the original list price yeah 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 so that's a pretty big hit damn and what did he buy it for so he bought it for 14.25 million in 2001 from rockstar energy drink founder russell wiener seems about right yeah and russell wiener has gone on to do a lot of his own real estate you know property shuffling he's also flipping a lot of luxury properties on both coasts we've covered him as well wow yeah wow well I'm, that's I'm, all i can say is, <laughs> yes, wow. wow birdman I mean, gets a bless birdman oh uh, yeah good luck birdman um <laughs> hopefully you fly high in 2020 may your dreams fly on the soar with the eagles and nobody will be saying what happened to that boy we like to keep it going in a positive direction which yes. is why we also want to talk about some winners of the year celebs who made a good deal in real estate or have yeah, fabulous house, right? Or so, have at at one point acquired a fabulous home, right. which makes them a winner. Yeah, as well. I mean, we looked back on 2019 and looked at you know celebrities that you know whose houses that we loved for one reason or another, whether they had a fabulous feature, whether the home was just so over the top that you know it made big news. The three that we've landed on are Tom Brady. And Giselle Bündchen, yes, his wife. The Massachusetts mansion that was nationwide news this summer when that came on the market. The purchase by Alicia Keys of the Razor House in La Jolla, mm-hmm. and that the Razor House is amazing. I think might have been talked about on the podcast. We as talked well. about that. It's like a modern masterpiece. Yeah, been in, looks been like in, looks like a razor. Been in TV why. commercials, right on the Pacific Ocean. Beautiful yeah. home. The third home that we kind of landed on, or the third winner that we kind of landed on for 2019 was Bette Midler, who I don't believe we've discussed. We haven't, no. And this is her New York home, right? Yeah, this is her triplex penthouse in New York on Fifth Avenue. Mm. It When it came on the market in September, it was the most expensive new listing that week. Uh, it's $50 million. Mm-hmm. And it is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, it it's a uh, two apartments fused together to create a, a massive kind of what is it? How many square feet is it? Darn seven thousand seven thousand seven thousand square feet with three thousand square feet of terraces outside, right overlooking kind of Central Park in the Manhattan skyline. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's amazing. Yeah. it is beautiful. Bette Midler definitely, it, although it came on the market in September and she hasn't found a buyer yet. Mm. And we, it's 50K, or 50K, <laughs> 50 mil. <laughs> it's $50 million. So it, it's going to take a little longer to sell. And I think the the luxury market in New York is, is still. Yeah, oh. that's not going to be easy to sell. Well, I mean, it's it's a, definitely a statement unit. So it's going to take it's going to take a particular buyer. But I think it it will sell. Give it a minute. Yeah, give it a minute. Give it a minute. But, but we're going to we're going to call Bette Midler our third winner and uh, her New York City apartment if you can call it that really new york city like residence yeah it's it's in an apartment building but it's not it's not what we would traditionally penthouse it's a penthouse it's 14 rooms it's yeah it's not it's not like 14 rooms yeah it's (laughs) it's a full-on penthouse um this is is gorgeous i mean three thousand square feet of 
terraces. Yes. Just terraces. That's a whole house. Yeah. Out, outside space. Yeah. yeah. That's yeah. crazy. Bet gets the super unit. She gets the winner of the year as well. She gets, if we had some sort of trophy, we would give it to her for winner of the year. <laughs> yes. We don't have a 50 cent <laughs> she'd have, trophy. She'd have to split it with Alicia Keys. And, and Tom Brady. And Tom Brady and Giselle. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, that's a wrap on the year, a wrap on this episode. Thanks so much for tuning in and for all of your support over the last year. We've had a lot of fun doing this and we hope you guys have enjoyed the episodes too. Yeah, it's really, it's really fun. I mean, I'm really happy to actually be in the room with you guys <laughs> doing it. We usually do the podcast remotely. So this has been especially fun. Uh, if you want to check out any of the stories that we talked about today you can go to realtor.com slash news or you can go to google and type in the topic in realtor.com and it should pop up for you there please subscribe to house party wherever you listen to your podcast and also please 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 give us a gift this holiday season this is the gift that we want give us a five star rating and while you're at it if you can write a review tell us what you like tell us what you don't like we would love to hear from you um but giving us a review and a rating will help other people discover our show yep it all helps help us help you and then uh if you want to find out more about these stories you can also find us on facebook and twitter and instagram we are at house party pod on all three thank you thank you very much thank you eric and we will catch you guys later bye Bye. happy holidays